Hey guys, welcome back to the Pour It Out Podcast. My name is Marianne. And Madeline's not here. <laughs> it's so sad, but you know, there is a silver lining in all this. She's actually, she's filming Twilight Part 7. This one's filmed without Edward and without Jacob. But Marlene is right now live in Forks. She's in Washington. Or is that Seattle? Or is Seattle in Washington? We're not sure. Is that Wyoming? Vermont. Where is Vermont? Anyways, guys, Madeleine is literally living her best life. She's She literally took a month off. She's not even working. She told her job that she would work, but she's not. Just kidding. She's actually working, but she works remotely, so it's, she has the freedom to work from literally wherever. So she's literally living her best life, hiking. This is her adventure girly era. So Madeleine, wherever you're at, whatever mountain peak you're at, we send you blessings. And today, guys, we have literally the best guest that we could ever have. This is one of my most favorite podcast guests. This person is talented musician, producer. He's literally mental health king, Jim King. We love him. He doesn't have to say much to literally keep you up all night. Guys, the man with the least words, but the most meaning. Give it up for Juan RDZ, my husband. Hey, what's going on, guys? Happy Sunday. Oh, we're supposed—we were actually supposed to record it, record this on Saturday, but we were so tired. We tried to do like tourist San Antonio tourist things with the kids, and yeah, like we were pooped. There was no way that we can put them to bed like at 10 and then try to stay up till 11 and 12 to record but anyways we're here it's sunday and we got luna tied upstairs with a <laughs> with the youtube kids lucas is literally asleep and today we're going to talk about managing friendships as a parent and this one's like a big one because i have extreme fomo and i've talked about it many times with madeleine in the other episodes how like i have the fear of missing out i see my friends out i want to be invited i want to be there like I, and, and Juan's always telling me, you're trying to like live three lives. You want to live your friendship life. You want to be a mom. Then you want to work. It's like, wh like when are you going to do, like you can't do all these things. Not full on, not 100% anyways. But so basically we're just going to talk a little bit about like how our friendships have changed as we've gotten older through our, I guess, high school and like college days to now we're in our 30s and we continue to have strong friendships and we have two children we actually we have a two-year-old well, he's gonna be two we have lucas he's gonna be two luna is gonna be four years old yeah like how do we stay cool as parents <laughs> but juan let, let's bring it back when we were in high school we had our friends you would say the circle is huge how many friends did you have like back then high school that you considered friends my circle of friends wasn't actually really that big i would probably say oh. maybe about five close friends okay well uh, i was real popular and like i literally <laughs> okay five friends seriously well those five friends that i mentioned were close friends like Funny, best had like friends. 30 girlfriends no but it's a different thing of talking to a lot of people and having a lot of acquaintances oh my god so what but i only considered friends friends maybe like five or six okay but that okay. i was always with okay but you were cool you were talking to like a hundred people like that you right like i mean yeah but it's not really a, my group of friends it was just like a quick 
casual, <laughs> two-minute conversation. Okay, Juan's an outlier. Um, but the most of us, we had like a big group of like people we knew in, in high school. And then even in college, you could say like you you lost some high school friends, but then you would gain the college friends. So I, I would say like me and you in college, when we would party and everything. We had a big group. We would party like in the party bus. It was like 15, 20 of us. Yeah, but then again, my group of friends in college were literally only like about five or four. And I kept the same friends from high school. If we so then take okay, into, like if we, at if, those. Okay, so. So now you have like ten. Sure, <laughs> but in college, I did stop talking to a couple of people from Eagle Pass. So I lost friends. I gained like one or two. My the literally team. my roommate throughout college, I spoke to a couple of friends from Eagle Pass, and that's it. I mean, my my circle of friends hasn't changed since then. Okay, let me just explain my situation really quick. So I do remember like being in high school and like having this big group because I was like a little bit in soccer, a little bit in cross country, a little bit in art club. And then obviously those little friendships or whatever, acquaintances, you know, simmer down, you go to college. So I had a bigger group. I had people that I met in classes. Um, sometimes I would go out eat with them or like party and like anyways. I, and then plus Madeleine had her group of accounting people and anyways, sometimes we would all mingle. Anyways, it's like, I'm, I'm using the word friendships like very loosely, but I feel like maybe the crowd was big. I, I think that's what I'm trying to like, that's what I'm trying to say is like our crowd or our circle was of people were like so big. And then, you know, now, like if you really think about it, for me now as a 30 year old mom of two, it's freaking exhausting to try to keep up with all the friendships. I want to, part of that's, what, I mean, that's why I have the FOMO, Part of me is dying to like keep up. Like I'm like running towards a moving bus, like of all the girls. And like, I want to so bad, and, but there is no more like energy. There's like no more time. Like from, I have to like really prioritize the time. I guess for me that it's a struggle. Maybe for, for you it's not. Um, or, or is it? What do you think of the friendship evolution from your high school to now you're 31 years old? What would you say? What, what do you have to say about your friendship's evolution? Yeah, I would say that, like I said, nothing has really nothing has changed in regards to my friendships. Even after what through high school, college, <laughs> and even nowadays. I mean, I have the same group of friends. Uh, so, so name I, them, name them, Juan. <laughs> I have a handful of friends that I consider close friends. Uh, which because I, I, it's a <laughs> this is the big difference between friends and the social life. Now I do have a social life, Ooh. and I consider that social life at work because I work. I'm forced to network. I'm oh, forced to yeah. talk to people. I'm forced to go out uh, of town and and yeah. go to trainings and. So that I, I consider that my social life. Now it's very, very different from having friendships. And but naturally though, naturally I'm an introvert. So I don't like going out. I don't like talking to people. I don't I don't really like being in groups. It's, these are things that I force myself to do at work because I have to do. So when I get home and on the weekends, it's my time to recharge. So on the weekends, I don't feel like going to a gathering. I don't feel like going to this event because it's my time to just be in silence and just recharge for the week to come. Unfortunately, though, the work that I do, it pushes an introvert really to just have to be, have to live this social life. And there's something that, well, of course, is a good thing, right? Because unfortunately, we live in a society where 
you have to be extroverted to be somewhat successful in the business i mean in the what's it called in the <clears throat> career in any career almost any career shout out to juan probation officer of the year juan yeah but yeah going back to the whole circle of friends i think for me it has not affected me honestly the only thing that affected me really is just going out less in the sense that it's just one like on saturdays since you work on all, all day that's literally the only day the only thing that has changed that i don't get to really go out on saturday to either play soccer go exercise or anything like that i was trying to prove a point but juan is not backing me up but basically what i'm trying to say well yeah it's because if you really define what what you mean as friendships then sure you know maybe for you, you 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 have the definition of friendship so you have like your three friends like you're done and like okay now as a 30 31 year old for me i could honestly say I have my like four best friends these are like my two brothers and the sister so george john <laughs> yeah circle has gotten smaller and i think like for me i'm learn i'm realizing that i can't be i can't mentally physically cannot hold space for all these friendships like i still want to like reach out to other friends that that i miss but they're with what time like there is no more weekends weekends left i mean anyways there is uh, it just it's just so much work it's almost even exhausting that's how I that's how I see it now that we have the two kids and going back to the topic how do we manage friendships we have two children we want to hang out with our friends how do we how have we been doing it because I feel like we've done it pretty successfully what do you think it takes communication communication between whom between your friends simple like what what are you guys gonna do next weekend oh we have nothing planned oh we should go eat brunch yeah i'm down so first of all like when you do have friends that have children it's always best to like plan ahead of time at least a week or two ahead of time because there's no way that that we're able to like you're able to call us 7 p.m on friday you want to go have dinner at 8 9 like no like there's no way we're gonna like manage all that we need at least a week in advance week advance preparations but okay you're saying like with your friends in general i would like to hang out with them a little bit more but it's hard because at the same time also i'm doing my masters so i'm doing my i'm doing work we're really busy at work taking care of these kids and the little time that i have left sometimes hang out with them on soccer on uh, soccer sunday we call it soccer sunday so like you you prioritize like the sunday mornings like i think we've established that between me and you like like sunday mornings that's the time with the guys to do your physical soccer stuff like that's like your time but then like oh what if you guys want to go out to eat go drink go to a bar how do we do that for the people at home yeah well i think yeah like you said i think it, it takes planning a good plan ahead of time or pretty much collaborating for example i know that if i'm gonna go out let's say something spontaneous happened uh, let's say for example on wednesday or even today one of the guys tells me hey next weekend we're gonna go celebrate somebody's birthday at a bar i can count on you to stay home with the kids while i go out yeah like if it's, if it's at a bar like for memo's birthday he specifically wanted to go out to the bars Obviously, we're not gonna take the kids. So in that case, I stayed home. So it's like your turn, my turn. Let's like collaborate type thing. Right. And it's a special occasion. It's one of your friends' birthdays, so it makes sense. How about like okay? So that that's 
that's one way to manage is like anything that's important to to them really doesn't have yeah. to be important to you but to them yeah and then also like for me i like to sprinkle some some love on like randomly to the friends so like i like that we've gone to we've gone more often to eat as friends together like we plan it on sundays like we all go out to eat and it's we're able to bring the kids so it's not like we can't go together we can just basically go with the kids me and you and the friends so that's been that's been nice right oh my god Juan <laughs> are you alive somebody check his pulse can we get paramedics here please <laughs> I mean I just didn't know what else to add to that okay, I think it, it also depends like the depth of the friendship I mean there's times where like I want to do all these things like with with my with my girls or like with Madeleine and I want to every Friday evening that's like for me and Madeleine it's for us to do just like that's where I put love into our friendship on friday evenings that's right i put i choose to put love into the friendship there when my two other two best friends they live out of town so when they do come i choose to prioritize i move i move more pieces around in my life so that i could like see them and put love there and then juan backs me up a lot because when on the weekends where my where, where the four of us are able to get together in San Antonio, everyone's from out of town, but as soon as we're able to get together, the four of us, Juan backs me up, he takes care of the kids, and I'll tell him, hey, I'm gonna spend the night at Madeleine's on Friday, maybe on Saturday, we're gonna eat dinner, um, this and that, and then, I mean, he backs me up, and he's like, go ahead, like, that is my my friendship time. It usually happens maybe four times a year, or maybe less, that we're all able to actually, like, the four of us, um, hang out, so I do definitely, you have to have a supportive spouse, 100%. And then also you have to have friends that don't mind, like, the children. Like, there, I have friendships that I don't feel comfortable bringing the kids with me. Honestly, with most of my close friends that I have, I feel I am comfortable to be like, like, hey, can I bring Luna? To be able to feel comfortable to bring the kids along with those type of friendships. And those are the, the real friendships, I would say. Like yeah. the friendships where you feel comfortable to bring your friends. Yeah, but just in general, even with even with close friends, it's kind of whenever we go to like let's say an event at their house, it's just the fact of having to keep track of the kids, make sure they're not breaking anything mm, or yeah. touching anything. It's kind of like well, it takes away from the moment. Mm -hmm. You're preoccupied more. You're just you're, you're just making sure they don't break anything. Yeah. And I think that's something for like the friends that don't have kids. They can think about maybe has a little bit of grace on the parents with the kids. That yeah, like Juan said, is like we go we when we take our kids to some our friend's house, like yeah, there's that feeling of like oh please don't break anything. Like where are you? Don't touch this. Don't touch this. Like yeah, because we just want to like we don't want to like inconvenience anybody. And anyways, it's something we also have to work through. Um, you know, kids are going to be kids. And if they're good friends, they'll be like, dude, kids are kids. It's fine. And for the most part... I mean, they can say that, but then talk crap behind your back. Yeah, like they're like, <laughs> we're never inviting them. We hate them. <laughs> so anyways, do we have a summary on like everything we said? I feel like we just rambled around. Do we have a summary? How to manage your friendships. We've said... Just pretty much to coordinate. With to a spouse. Coordinate with the spouse, communicate, coordinate with the friends. With the friends, yeah. Make uh, plan ahead. If the friends are real friends, they're gonna accept your kids too, with open arms. Right. And then there's also like 
if you have the supportive spouse or the supportive partner mm -hmm. to be like, hey, it's my friend's birthday, like I really need to go, we're gonna go, we're all gonna go out to dinner, and you take care of the kids tonight. Yes. Yes. And take turns, like going out whenever there is an opportunity, whenever there is a birthday or whatever, whatever. Right. Um, and then also coordinating things as friends that are also kid friendly, family friendly, going out to lunch or going to do this or that and inviting everybody all together. Yeah, like what we did actually at, at, in Miracles Community and, you know, Steph and Jeezy were there. So we like, we were able to hang out with them and the kids were there, like everybody was comfortable. And I mean, anyways, I thought it was really fun. You could still have your drink. Yeah, yeah, those are good community events because it makes it fun for the kids. They can play, you can, they don't really, for the most part, it's closed off. Yeah. So they can't really like run to the street. But as parents, we do, I, I feel like I felt comfortable. Guys, I went on Instagram on the Poured Out Podcast. Don't forget to follow us and everything. We have some questions from our followers. So we have a lot of followers, one, in our podcast. How much? And How many? Doesn't matter. More than 100. <laughs> um, anyways, so all of our podcasts, the, the Poured Out Podcast crew, First question, Juan. Is baby number three in the plans? Yes or no? Yes. <gasps> Next. Next? Pause. You, they just ask yes or no. Okay, who lets out the worst fart? <laughs> <laughs> Marianne, for sure. Do it for sure. <laughs> There's a specific fart that I like to call a pigeon because it's like a low vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> low vibrating sound but it doesn't smell those don't smell the ones that I are mean, silent you better watch out i mean i don't know if it's i'm more scared of the pigeon or the silent but deadly the silent but deadly well Duh. it's because the pigeon sometimes i was like Whoa, what's that is, <laughs> is that coming from outside or <laughs> oh my gosh Okay, what is your okay next one? What is your favorite educational podcast right now, Juan? I would say Andrew Huberman, Andrew Huberman Lab. I think that's what it's called. What is it about? I mean, is, is this? Uh, I believe he's a neuro neuro psychologist or neurologist, and he just pretty much besides having the popular podcast guests he talks a lot about classic stuff like mental health exercise and fitness but in a more scientific way like with research actual research i think he's a professor at i don't know if he's a professor or a researcher at harvard all right and then what podcast do you enjoy listening for funsies let me look at my podcast list but for sure wake the fake up know thyself crime junkie pod check random topics with brewskis <laughs> Um, and then for fun, sometimes your mom and dad, which is like a chatty broad spinoff, Bachelor Nation. What do you What do you like to listen to for fun? For fun, I mean, I guess I don't listen to anything for fun, but I guess oh whenever, but whenever I do go to the gym or wanna when I'm writing to work. I put podcasts on that I don't really listen to. They're just the background noise. And I guess that that's what I consider fun. Oh, don't you like the, the last podcast on the left? The last podcast on the left. Crime Junkies. I've listened to Podcheck as well. Pretty much most of the ones that you mentioned that are not mainstream. Are the twos terrible? The terrible twos. Are they it, really terrible? It depends on the kid. I don't think Luna was bad. Lucas is. Lucas is bad. Yeah, Luna wasn't. Even now, she's not. What is your go-to coffee order, Juan? Wait, let's do it reverse. What's 
You say which one's mine and I'll say which one's yours. Go. Something with lavender. Uh, well, right now it's pumpkin spice, obviously, but yeah. usually besides that, it's like uh, I don't really know what to call it because I've always that's been... one of the ingredients, lavender. And then what's the other one? I don't know, but you like that milk cream on top that has a flower, it has to have a design. I don't know what it's called, mocha. I don't know, latte. It's a latte. Latte, yeah. It, well, I love lavender, honey lavender lattes. That's one of my faves. Yeah, and that's have the leaf or the design. It has to have the design. Yours is black coffee. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes with almond milk, steamed almond milk. But it's rare. Very rare. All right. Well, those are all the questions that we have. And guys, if you have any more questions, if you want to message us, feel free to. Don't worry. Madeleine will be back. Guys, she will be back because we can't handle any more podcasts like this. Can we... Can we get the paramedics over here to check Juan's blood pressure, pulse, and vitals, please? Juan, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to say any, oh, do, anything you want to say to the podcast, the Port Out podcast crew? The crew? Who's the crew? The fans, Juan. Oh, the fans. Thank you for having me. I know it, it was just uh, an episode because you wanted to put out stuff, content. This is a good topic, Juan. Friendship, yeah, managing is. friendships as a parent. That's like a big, a big good topic. And yeah. we needed you here. But maybe next time we can do it better with better mics or without the background noise. I don't know what's wrong with you. Thank you for having me as a guest. All right, guys. And so coming up in October for the Port Out Podcast, Madeleine is going to be back. She's literally, like I said, filming Twilight 7. Uh, she will be back. And we're going to be throwing out some more conspiracy episodes, some Halloween episodes. So stay tuned for what we have in store for you guys in October. We cannot wait. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pour It Out Podcast. Bye.